Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. This is Jenny Veliki, and you're listening to the Funky Farm Girl Podcast, Episode 29, Community and the Homesteader. This week, I really want to talk about why it's important for us to have community and where we can find it. But first off, let's talk about what's going on on the homestead. So this week, I'm finishing up all the preparations for hibernating on the farm with finishing up my winter prep for the garden, getting my onions and garlic planted, my tulips and daffodil bulbs, and all those lovely things so that we are well on our way to hibernating and enjoying the rhythm of the season as it slows down for the rest of fall and into winter. So, This week, I really want to talk to you guys about community. One thing that I noticed quite quickly as I began to join groups and things of other homesteaders is how many people talked about feeling isolated and talked about feeling burnt out because they were doing everything on their own. And I want you to know that this is something that needs to be a priority for you. If you are going into a homesteading lifestyle, um, you need support. It may not be that you live on a farm. It may not be that you have a ton of land. As I say, anybody can homestead. Anyone can. Even if you're in an apartment in the city, there are things you can do today to become more self-sustaining, including learning to preserve your own food, buying locally, knowing where your food comes from, growing some of your own food. It could be learning sustainable practices that help expand your skills, whether it's making bread or mending clothes or building something. There's lots of things that you can do that build your self-reliance skills The more that you are able to do for yourself, the more that you have to offer those in the community around you. And whatever parts of homesteading that you are part of, you can find others who have the same passions and are learning the same skills or who are better at those skills than you are so that you can learn from those who have gone before you. So, Why would we want to build community? Number one, like I said, is support and encouragement. You really, homesteading as a whole is more work than the rat race that everybody else is is running. It's choosing to 
do not the quicker, easier thing, but the better thing, the long-term better thing. And sometimes that that's more work and it takes more time and it takes more energy and it takes more of your, of your day. And that can get lonely if you don't also have other people in your life who enjoy those things, who can support you and cheer you on as you're learning them and encourage you that can answer questions and things like that. So that leads me to number two. They're a resource for questions and learning. Um, I love that I have people that I can ask questions of. Uh, for example, a few weeks ago, I posted on my Facebook, on my Instagram feed about my roselle plant. My roselle was a gift from a friend who brought me some dried leaves um, that you brew for hibiscus tea. And she also gave me some seeds to grow my own roselle plant. Well, I didn't know anything about it, so I planted it and it came up and I was shocked that it was about six feet tall when it finally quit growing. And then when it started to get the flowers, I was like, oh, I don't really know what to do with these flowers now. Which part of it is, this is the seed that I keep? Which part of this is the plant that's used to make the tea? And so I began to ask her questions. And every time I came up in a new little situation, as I was going through the process, she was there to answer my questions. So it's a really, really good thing for you to have someone that you can turn to and say, how did you do this? Or have you ever encountered this? How did you handle this part of it? Or I'm stuck right now and I don't understand why this isn't happening. Um, I actually need to find someone like that to help me with sourdough because that's something that for some reason I have not been able to master yet. And so I need to find community around sourdough so that I can better my skills in making sourdough starter and sourdough bread. So again, as we're going through this, it's this isn't just for people who are farmers, people who live in the country and have lots of land and things like that. As I've said before, we have just under three quarters of an acre in a neighborhood in the country. So yes, we're surrounded by farmland and we're surrounded by local farmers and things like that, but we ourselves don't have those kinds of resources. So even if you don't have all those things and you're not a full-fledged homesteader, if you're building self-reliant skills, you can find community around the skills that you're trying to build. Whether that's people who raise chickens, people who bake bread, people who build furniture, whatever it is that you're building your self-reliant skills in, that's the kind of thing that we're talking about today. That's where you can build the community that can help you with support and encouragement and being a resource for questions and learning. Also, um, another reason to build this community is if you can build that community locally, if you have something like an illness or you have to go on vacation or something like that, 
if you have community of people who do the same kinds of things you do, you're going to have backup available. So if you do have chickens and you know other chicken people in your area, then when you go on vacation, you have someone who's knowledgeable who can take care of your chickens. If you are growing a garden and it's doing wonderfully and all of a sudden your husband gets sick and has to have surgery and you're with him at the hospital for two weeks, you don't have to despair that your garden is going to be gone by the time you get back home. You can have a community of people locally who also garden and love what what they do in their garden that can help you to keep your garden going until you're able to get back to it. So as we're talking through these things, there's a lot, a lot, a lot available online and, and on social media that you can build community around. And that's certainly one of the easier ways to do it. But look for those people locally as well, because those are going to be the boots on the ground people that are going to help you when things get hard and you really need extra hands. Last but not least especially when it comes to things like farm animals, like goats or chickens or rabbits or cows or any of those things. If you have local people that you are in community with who raise and and take care of the same kind of animals you are, you're going to have a source when it comes time to purchase those types of animals. Because Either they're going to be breeders themselves or they're going to have contact and know breeders and can recommend who to use and who to stay away from. And so that kind of resource is invaluable, especially when you're just starting out, say, with goats and you don't have any idea about what to look for and what's important and what to ask the breeder. If you know people in your community who have those goats, and who can help you by answering your questions and helping you know what to ask when you're first starting out. That's invaluable. And then for them to be able to say, okay, this breeder over here really takes good care of their their goat lines and they have really good breeding and their goats are excellent versus I bought goats from this person over here and they brought home this disease and I had to euthanize my entire herd. Um, you, you need to know those kinds of things before you go into it so that you have all the information that you need to make the best decision in purchasing an animal. And that comes from having community. So now that we know why we need community, let's talk about where to find it. First of all, I want to talk about different ways that you can find it locally. Um, First of all, think about your neighbors. Do any of your neighbors have a garden? Does anyone in your neighborhood own chickens? Is there anyone close to you that has goats or cows or any of the things that you're interested in? Okay, let's not think farming specifically. Let's think self-reliant skills. Do you know someone who crochets? Do you know someone who works with wood? Do you know someone who bakes their own bread? Start thinking of neighbors and friends who maybe have the skill that you would like to learn. Is there an older woman in your church who cans her own food? Is there an aunt 
or something who has always had a wonderful garden. Think about the people in your life and the skills that they have and the things that you want to learn and see if there's any places where that matches up. Another great thing to plug into is 4-H. 4-H is a great, great organization for children to connect with people who have the kinds of skills that they want to learn. My girls are in a master gardeners club. They're also in a cooking club and they are in a shooting club that teaches them firearm safety and skills. And so each of those things helps to build their self-reliant skills and it also helps them to be better homesteaders and as a bonus it helps mom and dad to connect with the parents of these kids who make these things a priority in their families so that we can meet more people who think like we do to help us build our community and have people to ask questions and learn from and get support and all those things that we just talked about. Um, Also, you can check your local farm and breeders. Uh, There was one woman that I met when we first got chickens and I found out I had a rooster and I needed to find him a home and I went to her home and she lived not far from me and she breeds chickens and so she was able to answer lots of questions that I had gave me lots of vision for things that I had not thought of and was really a good resource for me and even after that initial meeting and going and seeing her at her farm I was able to um, send her Facebook message questions and ask her things here and there and so she was a support to me so look for local farms and breeders ask them if you can come help ask them if you can have a tour Um, ask them questions on Facebook anything that you can do to connect with that farmer but make sure that you're also giving back make sure you go and you buy their products and you support that farm make sure that you're not just a taker but that you're also being a a giver back to that farm as well and another local place would be the farm supply store mr goodman at goodman's farm supply in china grove close to where we live, is the most wonderful man when it comes to local community for homesteaders. He regularly encourages my girls and stretches them. He gives them projects and he gives them the supplies to do it. And he regularly is asking them really, really good questions And he's also a great resource for me. I will go in and say, I want to learn how to plant garlic. And he, he's the one that tells me how, or I can go in and tell him that I have this problem or that problem with my chickens and, and he can help me figure out what I need to do. So I really, really encourage you if you have a farm supply store in your area, and I will caveat this by saying not tractor supply. Tractor Supply is a chain, and they will have the materials that you need, but they're probably not going to have very many knowledgeable staff members. If you can find a older local farm supply store, that's the ticket right there. 
Um, I believe Goodman's has been in in business for five generations, um, and it's an amazing little store. And we are absolutely lucky to have it um, so close to us. So, those are some local options for you. Now, let's look online and see what else we can find to help you build your community. Number one is podcasters. Just like you listening to this podcast and gaining some knowledge and information that you need, there are other podcasters out there who are creating great content centered around the parts of self-reliance that you are focused on. There are podcasters that focus on sourdough and on chickens and on gardening and all those different things that you want to build skills in. And all you got to do is click that little search bar and put in the subject that you're looking for and it can find podcasts for you that go along with that subject. And most podcasters also have a website or social media presence that you can follow along and get other tidbits of information from and sometimes even are able to contact them and ask them questions about the specific thing that you're doing. They may even offer offer courses online that help you to learn more. So podcasters can be a great source of information. And I really just want to stop and say thank you that you've made me part of your homestead community. I really don't take that for granted. So I'm really, really grateful that you're here and that you're learning from me and that you send friends and family to learn from me as well. Another source online would be in Facebook groups. Uh, I'm part of a couple of different groups that... I find a skill that I need to learn and I'll, I tend to be a group hopper. I will jump into a group and learn what I can about it and get what I need out of that group and then hop out. So I, I don't tend to make those groups my life and they're not things that I'm, you know, just all the time on there and all the time talking to them, but they are great, great resources. Right now I'm part of a group called the Seed Vault that I'm learning how a whole lot about saving seeds and they have lots of different seed exchanges and offerings on there all the time and so I'm participating in some of those and trying to build up my seed collection for the spring. I'm also part of a winter sewing group which I'll talk about later on in the fall um, and explain that process to you so you can get a jump start on your garden for spring. I'm part of a group called Women Who Homestead, and most of these women are women who are married or who have children. Some of them are single women, um, but it's just women who love the things that I love, and so I'm grateful to be part of that group. Again, you could find a group about sourdough bread. You could find a group about chickens. I was in a chicken group for a while. You can find groups about... Whatever it is that you're interested in, there's a ton of community available on Facebook. Um, Be very particular about which groups you're in. Make sure that they meet the needs that you're looking for. Make sure that they're not adding drama to your life. Um, That's not ever worth it. But there's a ton of resources available out there through Facebook groups. 
And last but not least, uh, a resource that I highly recommend is the Homesteaders of America. Homesteaders of America is an online resource of homesteaders over all around the country who teach homesteaders like me and like you how to do what we do. Um, I just attended their online conference uh, two weeks ago and it was wonderful and I got so so much out of it uh, but you can join the Homesteaders of America as a member and have access to this past conference and previous conferences tons of information lots of forums they they just have a ton of resources uh, in their group you can also follow them on social media and learn from them that way but definitely encourage you to check out homesteaders of america so your call to action this week is to find a way to build community Think about what self-reliant skill you're building right now and how can you build community around that skill? Who do you know that's good at it? Who do you want to connect with online that could help you with that? And who could you look to for support and encouragement? I highly recommend that you not do this homesteading journey alone. In whatever capacity that you strive to be a homesteader, it's always better when we do it together. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted. Thank <laughs> you.